Hey guys, this is Ralph Macho. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is William Zapka. You're listening to Cobra Kai Companion, the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Cobra Kai Companion, and I am Peter, sitting across, well, not sitting across, I, I'm definitely lying now, but uh, on the other monitor is Watch Party. How are you doing, sir? Sitting across the internet. Ah, I'm go. very good. Thank you very much. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, happy to uh, finally schedule a time that worked for the both of us, uh, you know, for those that, you know, follow what I do. Um, you guys will notice that I have not put out like episodes for any of the shows in, in some time, but, uh, um, just, you know, been, been having some time off with, with the, with the family and we've been, uh, you know, going on vacation trips and little things like that. So haven't really had a lot of time to, to record it. And every time we do something happens and I always have to uh, postpone. So, um, kind of thank you, for, uh, everyone, for your guys' patience uh, during this lull where uh, not a lot is going on and not not a lot of, of news is coming out. But no, um, news, yeah, yeah, on the topic of news, <laughs> yeah, very unfortunate. Strike is still going on. No movement. Bob Iger is a bigger dick than we thought. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I said it on the uh, the Twisted Metal companion as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah but uh, I mean, it's true. It's true. You know, he he's offended. He's offended that uh, you know these. Uh, uh, writers and 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 actors that they they, they want fair wages um mm-hmm. oh oh lordy me you know like they they want to make the minimum to at least be able to like uh be eligible for health care and stuff it's mm-hmm. it's crazy um out there but um in terms of news yeah the strike there's no movement but uh cobra kai nothing new there but cobra kai adjacent uh, we got uh, a release date for Obliterated now, um, which, you know, for those that have been following, you know, John, Josh and Hayden, um, that's something that was announced uh, late last year. Right. That sounds about right. Or maybe Dude, that sounds yeah, late good. last year. Dude, let's make a podcast on that show. What's that? Obliterated? Yeah. Hey, Obliterated. Okay. Okay. Let's go do All that right. right now. Right now. Okay. Well, <laughs> yes. Um, you know, it's no secret if you do listen to the show we've talked about it a couple times you know that um that is something that we were going to be doing um and you recently brought that up on your live stream mm-hmm. yeah 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 so yeah we've we've talked about it that we were going to be doing obliterated so it was a matter of like you know let's let's find out a release date or something and so mm-hmm. once we got that um you know made the the logo created a, a feed now we just gotta record an episode put that up and then it'll be available for you all of you guys to subscribe mm-hmm. so um anything else uh house cleaning um actually right twisted now? metal i think has released since our last uh, well and you you dropped a review on blue beetle on this but oh, that's the, right. um, yes. i think because i was actually just listening to our last episode and we were saying how twisted metal will be out in a couple days so Ah, okay. Yeah, so Twisted Metal has uh, released. Uh, I have done a uh, season one recap. Uh, I have done uh, two interviews, one with the costume designer and also the special uh, effects makeup head. And so mm-hmm. a, a great conversation, a lot of great insight to stuff that uh, we haven't really heard before here at Cobra Kai just because they don't have that type of uh, violence uh, and gore you know, yeah. on, on, the, on this show. So, um, But I bet you I can get a similar um, conversation with like some of the the fight sequences, you know, like um, mm-hmm. for example, you know, Freeze versus like Johnny and Daniel at the dojo or something. You know, mm-hmm. definitely a lot of blood there. Maybe even like the um, Vietnam stuff. You know, the flashbacks, perhaps. Yeah. You know, something there. Yeah. So, but yeah, there's a, a couple of interviews, uh, and we also recently just released our very first episode review. So, episode review over at Twisted Metal. Uh, we'll have a. Uh, an announcement slash reaction to the first look of Obliterated on Obliterated Companion, if you want to check that out. And we here at Cobra Kai Companion, we're continuing our top five lists. And so we've been getting some suggestions. We have uh, a list of our own. And so mm-hmm. those suggestions we're adding to the list. And, you know, we're going to alternate choosing a topic. And and um, everyone in our group has, has been um, submitting feedback. So thank you for that. 
So mm-hmm. this episode, uh, this one was mine, and I feel it was kind of difficult for a lot of people. It was the wording, man. Like I, I, yeah. I feel there's a you know I, I've heard from a few different people and their own versions of it. So the language I'm going to use. This is uh, coming from you. Top mm-hmm. five show revelation revelations that add to the original movies. So what does that mean to you? So I take it as something that's like talked about or said in the show um, that for the most part, like adds to the characters or something, you know, about uh, from the original movie. So, and that, so like I'm distinguishing, so it's not necessarily something that happened um, like filling in the gap after the movies, you know, like, you know, Daniel married Amanda, whatever. Like, yeah, obviously we know that, but like that doesn't add to the original movie. So I'm trying to focus on something that would like add to, um, you know, the, the characters at the time in those movies in some way. Right. Like um, now, now that you know this, you can look at it a little bit differently. Right. Exactly. Um, I used one of my honorable mentions, uh, an image for, for the, um, for the thread in our Facebook group. And so mm-hmm. I won't reveal that now just because it is on my list, but um, that I, I thought that was a great example to, to use, to give people an idea of like kind of what we were looking for. So that, mm-hmm. yeah, what, what you just said, that's pretty much how I explained it. Right. You, you I just think so. To the episode. Yeah. 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 Okay. So um, I kind of forget it. Okay. Yeah. If you came up with the list, you, you, you go first, right? You if, go if first, I'm not yeah. Okay. All right. So I'll go first with this one. Um, my number five, I had I had a difficult time with my like four, five and like six. Those mm-hmm. weren't interchangeable. I was just like, ah, I, I had a really hard time placing those three in particular. Mm-hmm. The other ones I felt were right where um, I wanted them. Uh, my number five, uh, Tommy Loving Alley. Is something that we learned mm. in um, season two, episode six, six, five? six. Take six. a right. Thank you. Yeah. Take a right. Mm-hmm. Um, and with with this revelation, to take your uh, language there, um, this made me think. Well, hell, maybe Tommy instigated the entire beach scene. Maybe Tommy is the villain. You know, and and you guys, this is my opinion, my theory. So if you guys have a different one, you know, you're you're obviously. Um, uh, there's 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 a word for it. I'm I'm blanking. It's a little late for us. You're entitled to to that opinion, and so am I. And so I uh, so I you know hear me out. I I went on Cobra Kai Theories channel, and we we actually did an episode on this quote unquote theory. So Tommy's the one that you know brings the beer. They're warm. Right. Well, yeah. People you know people know what happens. You know when you drink warm beer, and um and he's the one that spots party and. You know, he's the one who stops them, right? I feel mm-hmm. maybe not. So they happen to stop right there. He's the one who sees the party and then he gives the beer. Maybe he's the one who's like, I love Allie. And and if if I can't, I, no, no one can. But, you know, it's probably doesn't really drive with a lot of people, I feel. But it's just fun to think about the idea that like, oh, man, if if he did love Allie, like, how do some of these other scenes play out? And that's why I had that at five. The funny thing is I, I can look at it as a way as if he was always like loving or, or, you know, crushing on Allie from afar, uh, like the way Johnny is. And then like, he, he, he almost is like used to that. And so like when he sees Allie with someone else, it's like he, he immediately instigates it with, with Johnny, like, um, uh, um, uh, what's the exact line that he says? I'm, just, you know, like you're not the only one uh, trying something new or something. Uh, yeah, you know? yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Um, then he says, "Take a right." So, like, yeah, like right. I almost feel like it's like I can almost see it. It's like, yeah, like it's he's he's looking at her from afar, and so like it just it's just naturally he then directs Johnny to that. You know, like yeah, just causing chaos because you know she's on his mind. So it's right. like it's something he immediately thinks of too. So that's yeah, an interesting theory. I like that one. Yeah, um, well, thank you. you. Know, the the answer. I mean, whether well, the the theory, but like definitely the just <laughs> yeah. the revelation. It adds sure. it to it. Uh, you know, and I guess I didn't think of that originally because the first time I think I heard that, I thought like really like he. But then like when you think back through it, at least it's particularly in that first scene. Uh, yeah, maybe you know maybe it was there all along. So yeah, yeah, and then you know he he. I'm sure he moved on, but you know, if, if, if you know, puppy love is puppy love. If you felt you were in love, yeah. that's, that's that's how you felt mm-hmm. at the time. Right. So, mm-hmm. 
Um, all right, what you got for number five? All right, number five, season three, episode three. Uh, no, season three, episode nine, Feel the Night. Uh, Allie mm. explains that uh, she nudged Daniel's jealousy when they broke up there in the, the second one. Well, off screen. And and she wasn't responsible for the car wreck. I think, um, you know, I, no one really liked Allie's sort of disappearance. And I think sort of getting a little context, I like that she kind of like admitted like maybe she didn't actually have a there wasn't a thing going on with the football player but, but like but she was kind of egging daniel on um you know maybe that was just like her personality so we get to see it a little more and we get you know about wrecking the car that you know she's claiming you know it's at least it's her story we, we don't know if it's the truth but you know her side of the story then you know we could you know that she's like no i knew something was wrong with that don't tell me you said i was responsible for it um so that yeah that was something like that i, I thought like that you know that alley part of it right i do like that and i feel it was on twitter josh hill said that he's the football player so we'll have to find that um i do like that but that um i it, it to to me that's more of like a confirmation like oh you know that we all kind of hoped that you know if we can explain anything away that that's what kind of happened right yeah and um you know to hear her side and and hear it is more confirmation so it doesn't so it's not really a revelation for me. It's kind of like, oh, great, okay, cool. The, the, that that is finally continuity, and she, you know, didn't get mm-hmm. like a, um, you know, just kind of just dropped, you know, uh, in in an unceremonious way. So, yep, I like that, and and, and uh, I would be interested to see what you got for honorable mentions to have this one at five. Um, <laughs> all right, for me, number four, I have, I just wrote Twig. Right. So Terry Silver as Twig, you know, he's not, you know, he, he was um, mm. shy. He didn't have the ponytail. Uh, he was, you know, a coward, you know, and, and so that's not something you got from the movies. And now knowing that you also understand his relationship with Crease and um, and why he ends up like helping, you know, his friend uh, because he's, the, you know, Crease is the one that saved his life in, in Vietnam. So right. that was obviously uh, a, re- a revelation. So there was a few different like things I was trying to like come up with with Silver, but I think for me at the very least, like that was probably the one that stuck out the most. Yeah, it really adds to his uh, dedication to Crease and to Cobra Kai, right? This the yeah. seeing that he was that weak, yeah, twig, um, and then he grew up to being one of the most ferocious fighters in the history of the sport. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, a good one. Yeah, that's. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think of it that way. I have something similar, but it's going to be different. But uh, okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, a good one, and that on that progression of Terry Silver. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, there's so much that can be written. I was trying mm-hmm. to, you know, I was trying to keep it all, like all different people. Uh, right. I guess what's the other thing? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of different people, like I feel like, okay. but I even looked back at this because I feel like my number five and four are similar theme here. But so mm, for okay. my number four, uh, season one, episode eight, uh, molting how Johnny met Allie, you know, or more specifically, it's Johnny's story. But, you know, the, the, at the movie theater, the, and um, then how Daniel played in with all that from, of course, Johnny's perspective now. So we're getting it from him, but also, but then also how he met her. Um, and then I, I included then how they broke up, which we never knew. Um, you know, he got drunk and forgot her birthday. That's from Take a Right as well. Right. Uh, yeah. Episode six. So sort sort of yeah. both sides of that of their relationship. So I think like uh I I mean, first off, Johnny's story is kind of the the thrust of the the first season, a lot of it. And so I think that's uh, really important. And I and I like that, you know, getting that extra context and seeing it and now knowing more about that, you know, we can look back at that first whole movie and kind of appreciate it in other ways. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a really good one for four. Um, you know, you just kind of mentioned it, like adding context. And uh, my number three is no different. Johnny's stepdad, Sid, in uh, in the very first episode, mm-hmm. we did not know that he had a stepfather. Um, we didn't know anything about his family unit, really. And um, in uh, a Different But Same, episode 109, we find out that, you know, things aren't always... Uh, the way they seem at home, like I, I probably just butchered the line, but um, 
you know, Daniel always thought that he was a rich kid, you know, that he came from money. No, it was just his stepdad's money. Right. So that uh, really changed uh, changes the perspective on the character of Johnny. And um, uh, I, I feel at the very least for me, like I sympathize with him a lot more mm-hmm. uh, knowing um, that about him as opposed to like Johnny from uh, the credit kid with like no other uh, background information. So um, uh, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah that's just, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could throw in quiver, too, because that's where you get some of those flashbacks of. Right. When yep. he's, yeah. So and when he was yeah, younger, absolutely good. drives him yeah. away and, you know, Cobra Kai. So, yep. Yep. All, all uh, included. Uh, yeah. Getting right. that extra context. Yeah. It was something like, yeah, I, I guess I didn't even expect. And you're right. You get it right. Kind of even a little first early episode. in the first Crazy. episode. Yeah. yeah. Like, or like halfway through the first episode, give or take, you know, and it's like, yeah, you get that. It is, you just didn't expect it. And, it does it does sort of reestablish this character you thought you knew in a different way. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so for my uh number three, I'm going uh season three, episode ten, uh December nineteenth. Um yes. basically Kreese fought his captain over the snake put in Nam to save Terry yeah. Silver in, in Terry Silver's place. So Captain Turner. Um, yeah, yeah, Captain Turner. Uh you know, so that's definitely s- off the bat, we in in Karate Kid three, it's established very early on. You know, they're all the war buddies, and in Silver's loyal to Crease, but it's never explained, and we never knew anything. Um, in this whole thing over the snake pit, and this is something like I'm probably going to go into more depth when the show is done, actually, because I I want to wait for the series to be done <laughs> because like I I, I want to see everything before right, I right. try to fully figure out what's going on here. Cause it's like, oh, yeah, it's, at the same time, like this, the snake pit, it wasn't what I was anticipating about the Vietnam stuff. It's uh, like, I wasn't anticipating this, but at the same time, it's definitely very creative and interesting and, and just, you know, visually interesting and, and obviously impactful everything that happened. And they have this fight to the death and then you know, he, he throws the, uh, captain over so sort of all of that backstory and you know looking at it and just you know taking it and then looking at crease and then crease and silver in uh number three is definitely uh you just take that all in and it's like almost hard to process and what do i make of this and uh so like yeah that's why partially i just want to wait for the show to be done before i go into more depth but definitely that's got my number three yeah, that's a that's a really interesting one. Like everything about Greece that we learn, it's just mm-hmm. kind of like it it adds m- more, but but it doesn't change my opinion of the guy, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it, it, it's um it, except for like season two, where th- there's some points where you're like, okay, so, I feel a little bad for him, you know, kind of. But then like yeah. season three hits, and you get all these flashbacks. Like and it oh, goes, yeah, okay. it goes in a completely just, different direction. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah um definitely definitely i yeah so like like i said like it wasn't what i was expecting but it, it is definitely um a, a really kind of just creative and interesting you know writing choice and story choice so right um and um let's see there was something you just said i was i was going to use as a segue i've been trying to do that here with the things you've been saying <laughs> ah, um smart. let me see changing things in a different way i mean there was something you say anyway. My number two. Um, this is going to come from. I feel three oh five Miyagi Do. Does that sound right? Um that I, that is the the right episode. Yeah, three oh five is right. Miyagi Do. Okay, all right. I believe it was in this episode. Uh, Chosen being saved is what I wrote. Um, there's a line he says where he was suicidal and uh, he was only rescued by the encouragement of Sato uh, to, to prove himself and, and all these things. Um, that relationship with Sato, uh, you know, well, first off, we didn't know what happened with Chosen after the events of part two, right? Like he, mm-hmm. he ran off uh, and then he comes back and fights Daniel, Daniel defeats him, what happens then? We get some context from Chosen in Season 3. But the idea that uh, the relationship with his uncle uh, was patched up, um, you know, I theorized that, you know, the, the fact that he ends up with, like, Miyagi's heirlooms, and I don't know if that's the right term, but, um, you know, the artifacts and, and all of these things, Mm-hmm. In in my mind, like he he may write with Mr. Miyagi as well. So, however many times Mr. Miyagi returned to Okinawa, 
um, his relationship with Chosen was also mended and and their relationship got better. So uh, that's one of my um, one of my favorite things, just because uh, Chosen is one of my favorite characters. And Definitely. yeah, See, just, to me, just, that, that <laughs> feels more like filling the gap between the movies, but. Yeah, but definitely yeah, yeah. It, it it just adds context to you kind of know what happens because for what it's worth uh one karate kid three he, he there's a few lines of daniel talking about kumiko but you know you get nothing about uh chosen or sato or any of that so yeah it just right. it just that just drops off so um definitely yeah. just you know filling in that gap and adding to that yeah absolutely so that's my number two and so we got a um, let's see. um you, my number two. You got a two um, and a one, and I got a one left. Yeah. Okay. Season three, episode four, the right path. Um. Yeah. Miyagi was lost. You know, we learned this from the the letters uh, that Kumiko reads. Yeah, was lost and had little direction before he met Daniel. And um, I I I like that because I I can get a full picture of Miyagi. I guess, like, at some level, you could say um, maybe you could have guessed that. You could just, like, guessed it. But, like, I think, like, getting that revelation and from the thing, um, and you see that, you know, Miyagi, who was um, a very uh, not expressive person, you know, he wouldn't always, like, share his feelings. It's very much, uh, you know, his character or something. But, like, but that like Daniel actually meant more to him than he let on. And you saw through the movies and, you know, and just if you think of those early training sessions, uh, teaching the karate, it was like, maybe that was kind of uh, revitalizing Miyagi in a way too, even though he wouldn't let it on. But uh, so, yeah, definitely. I think that's um, one of the the biggest sort of revelations there for Miyagi. Yeah. I think that's a really good one. And you actually just kind of reminded me that, um, you know, you helped produce my Miyagi video, mm-hmm. and, and 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 also before I forget, I feel like a lot of your entries are from season three. Uh, oh yes, it is. As I was yeah. looking through, and and yeah, 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 we got some more coming in the honorable okay. mentions. Right. But, but yeah, yeah, um, actually, it's like one, one, two, three. Yeah, yeah, it's more than half. Oh wow, that's <laughs> interesting. Okay, uh, and I do wonder. Um, Ever since the release of the uh, the Miyagi video, I wonder if there was any new information, including like the the letters. Um, like, is there anything worth going back and and like updating that video? Not that I would do it because like that's a lot of work, you know. Like, I, I I'm very happy with what's out. Like I I told you right, your your first pass made me tear up. You know, mm-hmm. like like mm-hmm. that's a, like like I don't think there's anything else uh, I could add because everything else was just you know. My research, right. my thoughts on on based off the movies, right, but yeah. but yeah, it's it's kind of kind of uh, relevant here in in what we're discussing with like mm-hmm. the the revelations and what have you. I, I think that would kind of be interesting. Like if there is, if if I went back and like listened to, or I guess I have the script written, I just kind of go through and be like, oh, is there anything I can insert or or, or change? You know, based off the the stuff that we have learned from learned from seasons four, five, and six. So that'd be kind of interesting. Um. All right, that meet number one. Yeah, number one from you. All right. So before I read my number one, um, I think I have been mentioning on some of these uh, episodes that maybe not every uh, uh, list thread, uh, I have been spoiled on some of people's entries. Mm -hmm. uh, And I'm trying to be careful. Now, what I do know about this particular topic, a lot of people seem to have liked Mike's number one. I don't know what it is, okay? Um, but I do know that there were definitely talks about Miyagi's letters. Mm-hmm. So I would be interested to, you know, like I, I wonder what people's number ones are, right? Like if there's going to be any overlap. So I just kind of wanted to throw that out there now. I don't know what Mike's number one is, but I do know there were people talking about the Miyagi letters at some point as well. But a lot of people definitely agreeing with Mike on his number one. So with my number one, I have reintroducing Jessica Andrews as Amanda's cousin. <laughs> so the reason I have this at number one, because um, basically if, if Daniel and Amanda don't meet, there's no Sam, no Sam, there's no T boning Johnny's car. Johnny <laughs> never goes to LaRusso auto parts. We don't have this story. 
Uh, that's pretty yeah. much it. Why I have it at number one, and well, not go. not pretty much it. Um, and I have said this before. She was probably like top three characters, and and, and I haven't done a list, but she would be top three characters that I was that if you if you told me after season two, I was like, mm-hmm. there's no way she's coming back. It makes no sense, right? But they found right. a way, and it's one of the best ways, <laughs> yeah. you know, of uh. You know, can we just throw season. in like adding Lizzie Ann in there? Lizzie, Lizzie, yeah, Ann. you know, that yeah, is also said, amazing, like, yeah, because you know, like whole... I'm like, we got to throw her in too, just that because, like, my... tie, tie it back to the to the movie, and you know, it was in well, there, so. well, that was like in my top five, like the best episodes, right? Like that was like number one or two or something like that. Mm-hmm. I feel right, uh, such a great episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there we are. Uh, are you surprised? Um. I am because yeah I I mean it's like it's like it, it was a great tie between Daniel and Amanda um yeah. like but like knowing like if I watch Karate Kid 3 like I like I like knowing that like this is the cousin of his future wife I I guess it's like a little interesting but like so like it <laughs> was he like flirting with the cousin of <laughs> like I don't know yeah. I, yeah. I I never saw anything romantic, you know. It was definitely platonic, but that that could be like me knowing. Like, okay, but da, but stuff, Mr. You know? Miyagi was trying to set them up, right? Like, you know, wasn't he? Like, isn't that why he sent Daniel over to get the pot? You know, to make friends, I guess. Yeah, you know? I guess, yeah, yeah. Well, whatever you want to believe, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. But, <laughs> yeah, I, I just in my mind I was like, yeah, yeah, no. If Sam doesn't exist, she's not in that car with the, uh, you know, with, yeah. Well, obviously, obviously, well, it, it brings the, everything together. Yeah, I do wonder, like, if if there was no Sam, would Yasmin and Moon have still been in that car, maybe with a different third person, you know, or maybe it's just them two still. So, but. uh yeah, who knows? You know, but maybe maybe it's not the Russo Auto Parts. You know that. that well, you know uh, what? You know what's funny taken. is is okay. Like, let's say Yasmin and Moon are still doing it without Sam. Um, then his car gets wrecked because Yasmin was texting and uh, driving, right? So his car right. gets wrecked. Daniel fixes it, but he's not, um, like angry or motivated because it, he it was angry and motivated when he saw Sam. And then, right. and yeah. then he walked away. So like, so like he doesn't go and restart Cobra Kai. So it's like instead he just gets a fixed car out of it. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, okay. and then, yeah, yeah and then, and then Louis doesn't uh, smash the car with the bikers, and so it's <laughs> completely right, different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> completely. Yeah, yeah. There's a Cobra Kai what if for you right there. <laughs> there you All go. right. So here we are. Down so to your uh, number one. My number one. I just went with the the fun one. I I think this is just fun. I I think everyone enjoyed it. Um, season four, episode one. Let's begin. Terry Silver was hopped up on cocaine back in the eighties. Come on. Okay. <laughs> like I just, it's just so much fun because you you know he's a fan favorite of many people, obviously, and in that Karate Kid three. But it's so over the top. Uh, you know, let's fill in the gaps. Oh no, he was just doing, you know, some coke. He was doing some cocaine. It was just off screen. Like that's what I actually like to imagine. I like I like to imagine that it was literally just off screen or something. Uh, in those scenes where he's so crazy, um, you know, and we can look back at at Karate Kid Three and say, well, I guess I see it, you know, and and sort of, um, you know, in that scene, the you know Terry Silver's story telling. You know, he, he was going crazy and everything. And I, I love that context. I love the the thought and idea behind it. Um, you know, and I, I just loved t- how Terry Silver came back in this show so much. And Thomas Ian Griffith, you know, it, you want to get number one for me, just have it be fun and enjoyable. And so there it is, number one for me. Yeah, I definitely considered that for sure. I, I think the reason I left it off my list is because um, something you said about uh, like the relationship of like Miyagi and Daniel, um, this is something like you could have guessed it or something. Uh, like, and that's kind of where I was with that. I feel like I said oh. that in in one of the episodes as well. Like, 
you know, when when that came out, um, that oh, like oh, it's hopped up on cocaine. And like, well, I, I kind of figured he was, you know, like, <laughs> and and my thing was like he had a ponytail, and it was the eighties, right? He was a villain, so like I just yeah. assumed he was always on coke, you yeah. know. But but yeah, yeah, for him to actually say it out, and and I guess for those that didn't guess that, it's like oh, it was a revelation to me. I was just like. Yeah, confirmation. <laughs> you know, I was just like, there it is. I, I knew it. <laughs> I guess, you know? yeah, I guess I never thought of it. Um, in fact, like I remember rewatching uh Karate Kid Three. Well, I rewatched all three of them. Um after season one came out. I was really watching I watched season one several times and then was went and rewatched the movies and it was the first time I had seen Karate Kid Three in a long time. I remember kind of almost being disappointed, like, oh, it's not as good as I remember. I guess, you know, I guess I'm like older now and like I didn't I didn't like it and I didn't think of any of that now. But like now that I get this extra context of this, like I mean I could at least enjoy it a little bit more. So sure, sure. Absolutely. I I'm trying to remember the last time I, I watched part three. I wonder if it's been a while. It probably has, you know, like it's been a while since I've revisited a lot of these uh, episodes. That's why, like, you know, when we have a new season and, and, and you know, the the group is doing like a, uh, you know, 40 days of Cobra Kai or 50 days of yeah. Cobra Kai. I like to tune into those because that's, you know, that's the closest I get to like rewatching a lot of these. Um, I, 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 I know I rewatched it before season four. So for me, so yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, you know, we'll see, you know, maybe sometime down the line, we'll go back and revisit those episodes ourselves, uh, on this pod. So, so we'll see. So, um, so that was our five. So I will go back and, um, I will, let me see. I'm trying to remember the order now. Do, do we do the on-road mentions first before relisting the five? Um, I think so. I uh, sure go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Remember. All right. So let's see my honorable mentions, the the number six, this is the one where I'm like, oh, man, I kind of want this in there, but this is something not explained uh, in the, in the show. So it's very much like you see it and you have to kind of like figure it out yourself unless you know from John Horwitz on Twitter. Right. And so mm-hmm. this is the one I was talking about where I used the picture of, uh, you know, uh, of the scene uh, for the feedback post and is uh, Miyagi's gravestone. Uh, headstone, tombstone, gravesite, mm-hmm. uh, and his uh, uh, the, the date he passes is November fifteenth, uh, two thousand eleven. So no, November fifteenth, bit of an Easter egg there. That's uh, John Hurwitz's birthday, um, and the idea with uh, Mr. Miyagi passing away a lot uh, later than Pat Morita did. Uh, they they liked the idea of Mr. Miyagi having been around long enough or, uh, around the Larusos, and mm-hmm. we would get that uh, get that um, in dialogue and exposition, right? From like you know Sam in, in multiple episodes, and Amanda, uh, and, and and actually in, in a later honorable mention of mine here, you know I'll bring it up, but you know so so that was like mm-hmm. the first clue you know like yeah mm-hmm. they they know him well enough because mm-hmm. by 2011 and sam was born 2002 oh don't right? start don't start oh, yeah. that again don't <laughs> okay oh jeez regardless regardless <laughs> yeah. right Let, let's 2000 or 2002 right Let, if it's yeah. one of those she was like you know eight nine ten yeah. so, thereabouts right so she was old enough and mr miyaki was definitely around long enough to Loud, have been yeah her mm-hmm. yeah uh her temp Tame, 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 Tame. I think that's what the. I forget what the word is. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, okay, my number seven was uh, Louis, Louis, because uh, of Louis. Mm-hmm. You know, just uh, him being the the uh, I guess the son of Uncle Louis. Son of uh, yeah. And the other one I have Amanda's pre-wedding jitters. You know, mm-hmm. where she went to go see Mr. Miyagi the night before their wedding. And, you know, he he gives his Miyagi wisdom, you know, to her. So, uh, And to recap my five, number five, Tommy Loving Alley. Uh, number four was Twig. Number three was uh, Johnny's stepdad, Sid. Uh, two, Chosen Being Saved. Uh, and number one, reintroducing Jessica Andrews as Amanda's cousin. Mm-hmm. All, All right. right so. Good list. So um, my honorable mentions here and just, yeah, a note about my honorable mentions. I just, uh, they're, they're a little bit uh, not as serious. So I just was kind oh. of like picking stuff fun or just, just something that I think at least changes the, the film. So we'll see. So honorable mentions, 
season five, episode three, playing with fire. I, I just really like that Barnes actually had the deal drawn up by a lawyer. Uh, right. Just, yeah. <laughs> uh, we see, you know, he mentions like getting it in writing. There's that line in there. He's, he's, but like, but like getting the, the explanation that, yeah, there was this lawyer and he, he drew up all the deals and how I would harass you or something. Um, For some reason, I, I just really like that. So uh, that one made the list. Uh, next one. Season two, episode six, take a right. Um, this one, I mean, Tommy was the runner up in the All Valley uh, before Daniel won. Um, and, you know, that is a bit of a retcon because originally it was like Bobby. And then and then in this episode, they, they say Tommy did it. So, um, you know, who knows what the truth is. But uh, that is a little bit something to learn that uh, Tommy was the runner up of the All Valley. And the third one. Uh, season three, episode five, uh, making now four from season three. Uh, Miyagi Do, uh, Daryl Vidal, uh, won the All Valley before Johnny and for a time was better than him. So, yeah, that we get, um, that's also in the in the text of one of the uh online articles, but but yeah, I, I like that, like, Johnny wasn't always the best. And Daryl Vidal was an All-Valley champion and even beat Johnny in the uh, quarterfinals or semifinals, uh, whatever it was there. And that was Johnny's first time at the All-Valley. So I kind of liked that revelation, Um, just getting a little bit more about Johnny then. And then recapping the list in decent order, uh, number five, season three, episode nine, Feel the Night. That's Allie getting uh, her side of the story from the breakup. She nudged. Daniel's jealousy about the football player, and at least she claims you know the wreck wasn't her fault. Right. Uh, number four, uh, season one, episode eight, molting. This is kind of Johnny's story, sp- very specifically how Johnny met Allie. They were at the movie theater, and then from Take a Right, uh, season two, uh, you know they broke up because he he got drunk and forgot her birthday, and you could see you know that was something he regretted. So you can you know go into the movie. You know, even knowing that and knowing what happened between them, what that conversation on the beach, he wanted it to be about maybe. Yeah. Uh, what I, um, what, what I like just so far here is like, there's no overlaps. <laughs> right, so so yeah. they've all been different. I was wondering about that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, number three, season three, episode 10, December 19th, uh, Crete, Crease fought Captain Turner as captain in the army over a snake pit in Nam, you know, to save Terry Silver. Uh, so in that part of that thing, uh definitely really adds to them. Uh, number two, season three, episode four, The Right Path. Uh, we learned through the letters that, you know, Miyagi was lost, had little direction before he met Daniel. Uh, we at least, you know, get that confirmation and we see that. So now yeah. we can watch, you know, watch the movies yeah. differently. Yeah. Um, and number one, season four, episode one, let's begin. Terry Silver. <sighs> Snorting some cocaine back in the eighties. <laughs> I, I thought you were actually method podcasting there. Terry I you were Silver actually... <laughs> and Watch Party both. <laughs> all right, uh, very, very excellent list, and yeah, surprise is all hell. Um, no overlaps at all. So uh, I solicited feedback in the group as I do, and Mike here is the first to list it, and I will start with his number five, Kim Sun Young, and the history of how. Um, Crease and Silver started Cobra Kai, and, uh-huh. and not only, uh, and not only that, the the fact that Chosen is familiar with that style, you know, mm-hmm. so there's a connection there. So that was also interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, additional Miyagi Do techniques that Daniel learned post Karate Kid three, mm-hmm. as well as those he learned from Chosen. Um, number three, Miyagi encouraging Daniel to follow his passion and get into the car business. Yep, I like those. That's a, that's number a good two, one, yeah. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Number two, Sato helping Chosen find redemption after Karate Kid 2. So we overlap with number two. And number one, Jessica introducing Daniel to his future wife. So there you go. Mike and I overlap with one and two. So that's really interesting. There you go. Uh, Let's see here. I'm reading some of the responses. Uh, Agree with Mike, number one. Okay, Mike added also Lucille, Lucille and Mr. Harris. I will never uh, get that image out of my head, and I will never oh. forgive TV3 for that, LOL. <laughs> so uh, That's a good one. A, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, he shared a, uh, an image of Mr. Harris walking with Daniel. It says, uh, so your mom is single, huh? It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. All right, this one is from Ron Y. 
uh, he says, since Mike's list is gold, I'll try not to repeat and do five others. Uh, no, re- repeat, you know, like, you know, is yeah. it your list give, is your give list. Give your even list. If, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, even if it overlaps. Uh, number five, Mr. Miyagi considers Samantha is uh, his married daughter, something many companions predicted over the years, but was never confirmed until this episode. And it was so beautifully done. Uh, number four, Chosen is and always was in love with Kumiko. Uh, watching Cry Again 2, you get the sense that he wouldn't kick her out of bed, but never got the sense he had such deep feelings for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it makes sense. and isn't exactly a shocking revelation, but the way they handled it was really well done. Uh, it depends Chosen. It deepens Chosen as a character and makes Cry Again 2 a better movie retroactively. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have thoughts about that one. Like, I like that one. And you guys, apologies, but like over the course of this recording, like I started getting really stuffy here. But um, I considered putting that on here, but I don't know if I love that, and that's why I didn't have it on my list. Like that's fair, that's, yeah, yeah. So like, there's a part of me that kind of don't want them to end up happily together. You know, yeah, um, I feel like we got to wait for season six and see how this shakes out a little bit. Too. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's also very fair. Yeah. Uh, okay, so so I'll I'll kind of refrain from uh, uh, answering to that, but, but but what I will say is uh, what what Ron Ron says here. You know, it isn't exactly a shocking revelation because you know maybe trouble always looking for you, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Joseph was always there, like <laughs> you know, at the at the dance place, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like Geisha, you know, so like mm-hmm. Joseph's always there, you know, so not not a surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, here's a new one: three Dutch in prison. Uh, everyone knew Chapman Queen retired from acting and didn't want to come back, uh, but the way they wrote him not being there with the other OG Cobra Kai's was really smart. Uh, it makes sense since that character was always such a loose cannon. Uh, yeah. oh, let me see here real quick. He continues uh, with number two. Uh, Tommy was in love with Ali, really humanized him and explained his motivations in Credit Kid 1, aside from his loyalty to Johnny. Uh, seeing Ali not only break his best friend's heart, but then go off with another guy who isn't Tommy, who wasn't Tommy, and must have stung really badly, which explains why he got so mad back then. The campfire scene between Tommy and Johnny is still one of my favorites in the whole series. So that's kind of in line with my number five a little, right? Yeah. You know, just, mm-hmm. just I mean, definitely t- well, Tommy in love with Allie, so we're both kind of coming at it from yeah. different perspectives. Right. Uh, and his number one, Allie's uh, side of the story regarding her and Daniel's breakup. She wasn't in love with the college football player, and she didn't mm-hmm. warn Daniel about the breaks on Mr. Miyagi's car, so there. There you go. There <laughs> I like that, go. so there, he says. Uh, that was really good. Yeah, thanks, mm-hmm. Ron, for that. That was a really good one. Uh, good list there. Let's see here. After Ron, we got... Uh, JD, the box of Mr. Miyagi's letters, that scene makes me cry every time. And I agree. I believe mm-hmm. that's his one through five. Uh, um, mm-hmm. Oh, he continues, and everything Mike listed. Yeah. Uh, Dorian chimes in, just one. Terry Silver's backstory, intra and post uh, Credit Kid 3. The explanation into the flamboyancy of Silver's manic mindset was down to good old cocaine and revenge was brilliant. Ah. So there you go. Good choice, good choice. Good choice indeed. All right. Uh, Emily shared a clip. She says the entirety of the LaRusso Auto Group's marketing strategy with Daniel trapped in a Groundhog Day lifetime of uh, crane kicks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then she continues, I would like to note here that the very best character arc for Credit Kid 1 uh, character was Bobby Brown growing up to be a pastor. Uh, he was the best of the Cobras, and when Kreese forced him to be, forced him to the Let's see, and when Crease forced him to the monstrous act of maiming his opponent, take, he clearly take, yeah, taking it to Daniel. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, it clearly set him on the path of a lifetime of service and seeking forgiveness. And please to be giving us, please to be giving us some more Pastor Brown in season six. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think everyone will be back. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Uh, next one comes from Anne. She says, one of the first revelations that really deepened the character for me was Johnny's headband being a gift from Allie. Well, that's a good one. Um, 
He always had it on in The Karate Kid, which makes her breaking up with him more poignant, even though it still doesn't excuse him being a bully. And the revelation that Daniel's BFF in The Karate Kid 3, Jessica, is responsible for her is responsible for introducing him to is subs- uh, subs- uh, subsequently <laughs> marrying Amanda was just a genius, genius bit of writing. I agree. That's why it's my, my number one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and another one is the backstory for Daniel's dad. Uh, we learned in The Credit Kid that Daniel's dad was not in the picture. Then we learned in Credit Kid 2 that he died. But we uh, but we didn't learn until season one when he died, when Daniel was eight. So he and Lucille were pro- possibly on their own for almost a decade before they left Newark uh, for Reseda. They added details that Lucille recounted with Daniel, Coney Island, etc. Added more colors to that story. Uh, wouldn't it be nice to learn uh, Dad's name before the show ends? Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, oh, it's interesting. Possible. Yeah. <laughs> it's possible. You, you know, maybe. Uh, ah, they would do it. It's too cheesy. What if? What? We all think that Johnny's having a girl, right? But if it was a boy, what if it was like? Daniel's dad's name. That's how we learned. But right, yeah. it's a little way out there. Uh, okay, let's see here. Uh, Emily added again the apartment fight. Pat freaking Johnson returned to referee that fight. Oh, I think she's talking about like the the, the cutting, you know, oh, uh, of like the the original movie with uh, uh, one ten or one two o nine two o nine. Uh, Allie, she says, all the above are brilliant. For me, the Miyagi letters were amazing. Uh, finding out that Mr. Miyagi was lost before Daniel was really enriching to the movie. I also love the bartender's comment to Daniel about his American way of thinking. Uh, in Japan, you can always visit those that have passed, but uh, they are always with us. I always think of this comment when I watch the Miyagi drunk scene. Lastly, Daniel telling Sam that in Credit Get 3, uh, when he wants to give up Mr. Miyagi's words, when he wants to give up Mr. Miyagi's words were what he needed to hear, but that he was the one to get himself back up and finish the fight. Ooh. When he wants to give up. Does that make sense to you, that, that last one? Daniel telling Sam that in Credit Kid 3, when he wants to give up, ah, Mr. Miyagi's words were what he needed to hear. There we well, go. You need yeah, yeah okay. so so he he's just sharing that story with her. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, okay. So yep, that's a really good one. Thank you, Allie, for that. Uh Jeff, uh, he has Johnny's backstory. Allie warning Daniel about the breaks. Could we go finding Chosen after his disgrace and bringing him back? Uh Jessica being the one uh, to intro Amanda and Daniel. All of the love letters between Miyagi and Yukie. I wish they could have just been together. I think we all do. You know, I think we all just wanted to see Mr. Miyagi, uh, you know, be like, you know, like a big win for him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like, he's happy, mm-hmm. but, like, you know, something really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. And the last one comes from Randy C. Uh, he says, Amanda and Daniel met through Amanda's cousin, Jessica. Bonus points for this episode. Also giving us a face to the uh, name Elizabeth Ann Effin Rooney. So mm-hmm. there you go. Uh, Chosen revelation that Miyagi-Do actually includes more aggressive techniques. I agree. I like that one very much. Uh, the parallel that both Johnny and Daniel had father issues that led them to seek father figures in their respective senseis. Uh, Amanda seeking advice from Miyagi the night before her wedding and Miyagi's letters back to Yukie. Honorable mention, uh, the revelation that Daniel's mom was dated as history teacher for Karate K1. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. There so you it, it's kind of list. a, yeah, a, a lot of good mixes and, and uh, some overlaps, but you know, the, that just means they were really good ones. So I really appreciate everybody, everybody leaving feedback uh, because when I thought of the topic and when we were discussing it at the end of that previous episode, I was just like, they're not gonna get it, and this is gonna be like a really short episode. But I had a lot of fun, man. Like I, I thought uh, uh, a lot of people had some really great feedback, and and uh, our our lists were pretty good. You know, I'm, uh, I must say. Yeah, it was really so, good. yeah. So, uh, all right, watch party. What are you gonna hit us with on the next episode? All right. Well, summer's this the summer fling is. Uh, winding down, so I figured, how about our, our top five relationship moments? Relationship so, moments, and, and however that. you uh, 
Yeah, anything. Yeah, it could be like a a a positive, and I thought maybe you could even, if you want to add like a a negative moment. I I I also consider like we could split that off into two topics. Um, but like unless like you really want to do that, like I think we could just uh, keep it. Uh, just uh, yeah, relationship moments. Uh, positive. I think we'll just keep it that negative. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah good. good um, yeah, yeah, whatever strikes you. Ooh. However, you want to structure your list. Uh, you know, maybe you're happy when a couple book up or something, or like you think it's like a good decision or something. You know, so it. You know, yeah, like maybe you. And I'm certain I know there's you know people are happy when a couple got together. So, uh, you know, so I people feel both ways. So however you want to define it, um, is it? So just yeah, top five relationship moments relationship moments look at that i like that all right you guys you guys heard it here uh relationship moments on the next episode uh thanks again you guys for uh you know hanging hanging out with us uh during the summer and being patient uh with the episodes as, as they come out uh but we're the group you know it's uh everyone's kind of doing their own thing not a lot of uh, activity going on there but there's no reason you know for, uh, you can't join the group and and just start threads of like theories and, and you know there might be somebody that might want might want to entertain you so who knows mm-hmm. uh, all right watch party where can people find you if they want to follow anything you're working on and do you have anything you want to tease uh, that's the works right now um I may put out a video on obliterated I'm working on a video on another show so um so not uh, direct to Cobra Kai tease right now. But uh, we'll see. But um, you know, and I also been li- live streaming uh, Monday evenings too. So yes, yes, yes. I, so I, I definitely want to go back and uh, check out that last one that you did, uh, especially mm-hmm. after we recorded or obliterated episode. So, uh, all right, let's see. Watch party one on Instagram and Twitter, uh, if Correct. that is your guys' thing. Uh, for me, where can't you find me? Um, I think most people that listen to the show, you guys probably already follow me where you want to. Um, you know, a couple of other shows I'm doing right now is Twisted Metal, obviously. And we just started a uh, obliterated feed for that coverage with the, the new announcement. So um, look, uh, look out for that upcoming 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 announcement episode. Uh, it might release about the same time, to be honest with you. Um what else am I working on? That's pretty much it. Blue Beetle was on this feed, so there's that. Uh, I'm a little surprised that it underperformed, including to who, I don't know who, because I feel a lot of people kind of enjoy the movie. And um, some of the people like outside of the fandom, you know, they think like it's fine. Like nobody's really poo-pooing on it. So go go out and check it out if you guys have yeah. not yet seen that movie. You know, it's it's a lot of fun. What yeah, it's did got you good reviews. Um, I have not seen it yet. Okay. No. Yeah, well, I wasn't sure. So, all right, you guys, uh, that's going to do it for this episode, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Thank you, by the way, awesome, for your man. fandom. You're, you've been great, man. You've been along for the ride the whole time. You've been cheering us on. You're, you really get into it. You get the fans engaged. So great. you being here is, is, is important, and we really, really appreciate you, man. Thank you. So keep up the good work. This has been a production of the Companion Network.